You're listening to the Living for Synergy podcast. Hey friends, welcome. I'm your host, Kelsey Hargrove, psychotherapist, yoga instructor, and personal trainer. This podcast was created to help listeners increase their quality of life and overall well-being by emphasizing the intersection of mental and physical health. Please note that the information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider. Stick around for mantra moments of guided meditation led by me, as well as curated conversation from influential men and women purpose to inspire you, to motivate you, and to nourish you to live for synergy. Okay, so good morning for people that are listening in. Um, before we really dive in and get into it, Chanel and I have already, Chanel is here with us, y'all, of Nelly P. Good People was popping. We're going to go into a good introduction, but (laughs) in preparation for this, like, I had to put together a soft outline because Chanel and I have been friends for... Since 2000s. Eight. Since 2008. Or 2009. 2008, 2009. Yeah, so... We... I mean, we got on this call right now and just started flowing and just started talking. I had to, like, press the pause because there's really good things that she's dropping already that I want to be included in this conversation. So, I had to put together this soft timeline or outline so that we can stay on course. And so we don't talk y'all heads off today. And so we don't talk y'all heads off because the point that you just made about like attention span and the reason why like the mission with this podcast is like meditation minis and being able to have curated conversation with people, but to also make it, you know, rich in content, but not not drag it out because I want people to get I want people to get the message. And again, Chanel is here with us. If you guys are not following her yet, you will be after this. Um I already know that you're going to bless us. You're going to drop some some good stuff. And our conversation is just going to be fruitful. Um, so, Amen. <laughs> but before we get into that in true form and true fashion of all things Living for Synergy and what this podcast is, um, I just want to invite us to just kind of ground ourselves and get prepared for our time together. So like I mentioned, it's a Sunday morning. But whatever day it is for you that you are listening in, take a moment just to land. Getting comfortable in your setting. Gathering any things that you need. And whether you're joining us seated or lying down in your car.
feeling Nellie P feeling good feeling great how are you (laughs) I feel good so when I was thinking about um something that I'm grateful for I today am grateful for a lot but I'm really grateful for friendship and connection and I'm also really grateful for technology obviously we've been in a pandemic for um forever forever right I stopped counting um but I haven't gotten to see your face besides on social media. So I'm thankful for social media. It has its gifts and curses, but it allows us to stay connected to folks. So uh-huh. I've been able to see you on there. But I do just want to say that I'm so grateful for technology to get to see you and start my day with you today to connect with you. Um, so, yeah, thank you for agreeing to be here. No problem. No problem at all. I'm thankful for the same things. Thankful for the same things. All right. So, like I mentioned, we have Chanel Parsons, Nellie P. Woo! Go, 
ever met. Hello? <laughs> Nelly P is the founder of Nelly P LLC and creator of Good People, What's Poppin' the Brand. She's a graduate from the North Carolina Central University. We had to put extra the Hello. <laughs> Before North Carolina Central University, where she received her bachelor's degree in computer information systems. Like many college graduates, Nellie P came to see her interest in life and her purpose was more than what she actually got her degree in. So over the years, she managed to encourage so many, myself included, um, and what started off as just encouraging text messages to close friends became encouraging messages to the masses on social media, affirming merchandise, and her first ebook, first, because it won't be the last ebook, she's been able to turn her passion and purpose into her own black owned business. Nellie P is an entrepreneur, an author, sister, friend, and a nine to five worker all in one, reclaiming her dreams one day at a time. Oh, girl. That made my eyes warm. That made my heart smile reading it. Um, So, yeah, Chanel is coming to us with a lot to offer and a lot to give. But one of the reasons why I really wanted to connect this morning and have her on is like like what her bio outlined, um, her message. Chanel's always been good with words. She's always been just a warm, kind, and spirited person um, willing to share a message. Um, and so I wanted to bring you on to the to the podcast so that we can just have a conversation about how you got started, um, what things keep you motivated and inspired. So I have a list of questions, but we'll get into it. Um, so yeah, again, thank you for being here. But so outside of your intro, because um, there's so much more to say about you than just the paragraph, um, what things should we know about you, your work? What really drew you to your passion, your calling, um, and reaching out to the good people? Um, so I guess I'll start with what drew me to it. Um, life drew me to this. <laughs> and that's that's it. Um, there are certain situations and certain things that I have been through um, that was all getting me to this moment, um, to this space in life. And that's the cool thing about life. We don't always look at the things that we're going through and that we're getting through as monuments that are building us up to be who God has always called us to be. Mm -hmm. But that's exactly what it is. And when I look back at my life, I haven't had the craziest life of all times, but I've been through some things Mm -hmm. um, that I know the only reason why I got through those things was because I had God on my side and somewhere in the back of my mind, I had to know that it was bigger than me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that had to come from the foundation as a child. We was, me and my sister was raised in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, We went to church all the time, Mm -hmm. too many times in a week, (laughs) to be honest. That's how I felt as a kid. But again, that was a part of my life that was helping shape and mold me to be who I was going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that I just want to say, you know, we go through so many things as people. um, And sometimes some people go through more things than others. And it's something that I think we don't always take into consideration that all of these things he's only going to put in a big mixing pot, stir it up and going to make me to be the best person I can be. So don't be weary or discouraged 
um, by the things that he has you going through. And some things we have our own selves going through, but however it looks, whatever it is, it's all life. And life is going to take you to where you should be if you allow it to. So that's how I've gotten here. Mm-hmm. Life, life experiences and just spilling through it. Um, Big Sean, I love rap. Mm-hmm. I love music. I love to dance. I love to have a good time. I love all those things. Mm-hmm. So don't get it twisted. I love God, but I love a good time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Big Sean, on one of his albums, he has his father speaking. And this phrase has st- stuck with me since I've heard it. And his father said, life is a feeling process. Mm-hmm. And you got to be able to feel everything that you go through. And um, we don't always maximize on that and feeling. Sometimes we just react. We take life as a reaction when really life is a feeling. And you really got to feel so you can know because the, your initial feelings are always going to take you back to the feeling of, I know this is going to be for my good. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so hard to pull yourself back to that when things are actually happening. Mm-hmm. So life got me here. Um I never imagined myself here. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm shocked, but I just never imagined myself here. Um, and then something to know about me is I'm still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I can get on the camera every day, all day, and say whatever I want to say, but I still have problems. I still have issues. I still have my flaws. Um, a lot of my messages are not for you all. They're for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking myself through it. Um, and the biggest misconception I think a lot of people have about leaders, church, um, church positions, preachers, teachers, deacons, missionaries, whatever, motivational speakers. Often I think people forget that everyone is human um, and you get so lost in seeing somebody be positive all the time that you feel like that's the only thing they are and they don't experience anything. And you find yourself wishing that you were in their position or wishing that you could be like that. But in reality, so many people are who they are because of what they're going through. So don't ever get it misconstrued or misconcepted that you missing out on something because I can get on the camera every day and talk nice to y'all and say motivating things because I have my own places that I'm trying to dig myself about. Of. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Listen, we're not even like 15 minutes in and <laughs> you already <laughs> dropping the messages. No, one thing I really want to highlight that you said, and I appreciate your your honesty, your transparency, especially what you mentioned about like being in the position that you're in, um, the misconception being that you don't experience hardships or that you don't experience, you know, troubles or things that you're going through right now um, and how encouraging it is to hear from somebody like yourself to say, yo, like every experience that you have is a part of your shaping and your making, whether it's big, small, whatever. Um, I was having a conversation with a client last week and we were talking about, you know, her trauma experience and in comparison to other traumas. And she felt like, well, you know, I shouldn't be feeling the way that I'm feeling or, or battling with what I'm battling with because my trauma isn't as big as somebody else's. And I'm like, listen, a trauma is a trauma is a trauma. Your experience is yours for a reason. And our creator is so intentional with what he places on our path, right? And so I appreciate you just shedding light on everything that we go through, be it good, bad, big, small, whatever is a part of our shaping and our making. Um, And as a friend of yours, it's been an honor just to get to watch you, you know, transform. And again, the way that you share your messages with so much transparency of like, yo, listen, this, 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 this could be for you if you experiencing it too, but this is for me. (laughs) I need this today. (laughs) 
for me, right? Like whoever this is, this is- this is very personal. Right. Whoever else needs this, myself included. <laughs> Hello. Um, this is very personal. But yeah, no. And that also just, I mean, it's it's a reminder that you are truly functioning in your purpose and in your life's work. That you can say, like, life is what brought me here. Through my own lived experiences is what brought me here. And I can, you know, minister and support other people through my own experiences. That's love. I appreciate it. Come on. All right. So with that, that takes us into, you know, so good people was popping the brand. Good people was popping. Good people was popping. Where was that birth conceived? Like, did you say it one day? I mean, I'm sure like you said it one day, but it's gone from just a saying to paraphernalia, people wearing it across. I think you posted somebody the other day, like in UK or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, y'all, like, they're taking over the world. (laughs) So tell me, yeah, where did, how did you coin the term good people was popping? Where was it birthed out of? What was it birthed out of? And for real, for real, this is another, this is another God is just so strategic Mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, because I always would say random things when I started talking to the camera. I've been making videos for three years now. And prior to that, it was words. That's it. Um, and, a, and a good friend of mine that was God-ordained, I met him in Las Vegas when I was 25. Um, and we stayed in we stayed in constant communication, real distant, constant communication. But we always tapped in with each other. Um, and he followed me on social media. So he was hip to the messages that I was doing and stuff. And the new year, 2018, so really it's been two years since I've been doing videos. 2018, he had hit me up in the new year, like the first or second day. And he was just like, hey, you know, um, just wanted to run something past you. You need to make videos. And I was like, ew, what? I'm not making no videos. He was like, nah, you need to make videos because your following is start is going to start being people that don't know you. Like if they know you, they can hear your voice when they read but if somebody doesn't know you, they just going to read the message and it's just going to be like, oh, OK, but you need to put that person your personality in your message as well. He was like, I really think it would be dope if you posted videos now, too. And I was like, mm, OK, immediately got off the phone with him. I feel like I tried it that day or the next day. Um, and that video actually popped up in my memories um, the other day and I saved it. And I was like, I'm going to post this just to show people like how God ordains things in your life. How it's just going to continue to take you to where you need to be. But in the video, I was just like, hey, y'all, you can tell I was in disinterested, a little nervous, didn't really know what was coming from it. Like, hey, it's me. I know y'all used to seeing me post words, but this year I'm going to try something new. Just let me know how y'all feel about it. If it's, if it's cool, I'll continue. If not, I'll go back to what I know. You know, it was one of those like real nonchalant, but also holding myself accountable because if you put it out there, people are going to be looking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in those videos, I always would say, like, beautiful people. I would always try to affirm the people before I began to talk. And good people was popping. I said that one day, and it just stuck. After probably the first couple of times I said it, it was just something that I always made sure I said. Like, what's that thing I said yesterday? I go back and watch the video, like, okay, yeah, good people was popping. Because it just had a ring to it. Um, and I wasn't thinking too much of it. I just was literally thinking of it as I need to coin something. Because I'm really making videos all the time now. Mm-hmm. People are listening. I need to get some little creative juice to it so people will know as soon as they hear, oh, that's Chanel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what Good People Was Popping came from. 
I have a good friend in Charlotte. I'm y'all. The blessings really come from other people. Like we already was talking about this before the call even started, but I'm just gonna keep going and I'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. So I had another. I have another friend, and he um he actually was my apparel maker. He Mm -hmm. uh, printed all my merchandise for me. But for like a year or two, for like a year, he had been telling me like, "Yo, you need to let me start making you some merchandise. Like you be dropping too many gems and." that's a lane for you right now. Like people ain't out here doing this. People ain't out here doing that. You know, you doing this. It's people that want to uplift them, but you do this every day. Like you dedicated to this. You need to let me do something for you. And I was like, hmm, okay. And for the longest, I, hmm, okay. Did. Finally, what was that? 2019 homecoming. I was like, all right, bet. You know, we get fresh. We get fly for homecoming. Me, Kelsey, everybody, we going to talk three, four weeks before mm-hmm. sending pictures, what this fit look like, how this look, what these kids, you know, we take this serious because we're going to come, we're going to come back to the family reunion looking like how we supposed to look, mm-hmm. period. You know, <laughs> so I hit him up and I'm like, I actually got an idea. Like, how about we make me some merch for me to wear to homecoming. That's the best place to see what that reception of it will be. And that really, that was just God's uh, uh, clarification to me. Like people are listening to you and they hear you Mm -hmm. um, and stop being scared of what I already placed in you to push some of that back out in a way that can become lucrative to you. Because I always felt like I'm not doing this to make no money. This is not what I'm doing to make money. Another friend, Bruh, God gives you gifts and God gives you blessings and puts talents in you so you can make that lucrative. Don't ever feel bad that you're trying to turn this into something that can make you some money. Mm -hmm. You are blessing people. And because of that, people will want to bless you as well. Mm -hmm. And if that comes in the form of a black owned business, then you let it become that, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's something that another hurdle that I had to get over. But also something from an outside person. This wasn't nothing that I thought about on my own. So homecoming 2019. Got my um good people was popping hoodie. Mm-hmm. Came to the yard, and at first people was like people wasn't really paying attention. People be on their own little waves mm-hmm. at homecoming, so I wasn't. Nobody was really noticing. Nobody was really saying anything. And I was like, Janae, I don't think people catching on. You know, my sister was with me. She was like, people in their own little world. It's cool. We're gonna flick it up. We're gonna take pictures, and mm-hmm. they can't really focus right now, but we they gonna see it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, now granted, I did have people stop me that really actually was like, dang, dang, your shirts that good. Dang, that's what that's you got some of them on hand. You know, it, it became like a thing. And I had so many people stop me at homecoming, like, hey, you know, I listen to your messages, like, don't ever stop. Don't stop doing what you're doing. You never know who listening. People that I didn't even care to talk to, or they didn't even care to talk to me at school, you know, but just that reaffirming that you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, I obviously dropped the picture on Instagram and I'm like, this really going to tell me what's up. Mm-hmm. This really going to tell me because people be on their own, you know, everybody be everywhere at homecoming. Mm-hmm. And now it's day after, a couple of days after I'm going to drop this and I'm going to catch yeah, and I'm going to caption it and I'm going to say, I am a brand mm-hmm. because that's who I am now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk into this thing confidently and boldly. Where it's going to take me, I don't know. What I'm going to do next, I don't know that either. But I highly believe in at least taking the step and God will do the rest for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put it on Instagram. Instagram went crazy. Mm-hmm. Instagram went crazy. I had like over 600 some odd likes all the comments in the world and all the comments, people were just like, we want this. Where is this at? We want this. You know, and my friend hit me up 
he seen the traffic. He was like, bro, I told you. I told you. People want this. They would want to wear you. Because I was like, would people want to wear my name on their body? Nelly P, would they want that? You know, it was just so many different thoughts that I was thinking about. Um, but I went with it, released the merch, and it went crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I released it 2019. I released it that Black Friday mm-hmm. after Homecoming. And it went crazy. It was up. And from there, it's just been an ongoing thing. And to actually put meaning behind it didn't happen until this year, 2020. Because still for me, it was still like, that's just sketchy. Good people was popping. That's like my slogan. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's my thing. But my first pop-up shop, um, somebody, you know, you know, people don't know what what's like, what's that? What's good people was popping? You're gonna have a turned up nose. It's like, who is Nelly P? You know, mm-hmm. why what is this? It's catchy. Mm-hmm. And you know, at my first pop-up was when I actually hit me and it elaborate and I was able to elaborate on whatever that even means, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, good people was popping is just a daily affirmation and a reminder. Like we good people, like Mm -hmm. people make mistakes. People, things have happened to you that had nothing to do with you. You have placed yourself in positions that things happen to you because it's your fault. There have been things that we think could never make us a good person anymore, but we're really striving to be the best that we can. And it's like, or more often than none, you need that reminder, like, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. am. I know I done made some mistakes. I know I done messed up. I know I done hurt people. I know I've had my own toxic flaws, my own toxic ways. I know I've been through things that should have left me where I was at, and I shouldn't even be here right now. But I, God has still allowed me to be pure, and still has allowed me to be a good person. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'm always going to be popping. Why would I not be popping after everything I've been through and I'm here now? Yeah. I'm popping. I'm a good person. And I'm popping. So 2019, when I started saying that, I had no idea that mm-hmm. 2020, that would be the real meaning of actually what that was. So just everything just always is in alignment. And when you actually sit down and think back about your timeline of how things are happening for you in your life, you will see that there's no other exclamation, exclamation for other than like, it's God. Mm-hmm. This has to be God. Mm-hmm. Listen, the timeline, the timeline. Uh-huh. And what a time you mentioned just like a daily affirmation and needed to be reminded that we are good people. And I think you mentioned something like at the start of the pandemic and um, you made a good point just about like, this is going to be a time where we're going to have to be alone with ourselves. And some people have really struggled with that. Like a lot of a lot of just like truths and self-awareness and understandings about our patterns and our history has come out. And so the timing of your message and being able to say, regardless of all of that digging and uncovering and everything that you're digging up and understanding about yourself, remember that you're a good person. Um, no, that's dope. That's dope. And I think that it's um, like you mentioned, like it started off just being like kind of your the term that you coined, this catchy thing. And then here we are at this pop-up shop of like, all right, let me place some meaning behind, more meaning behind what this actually is and what this is actually doing for people. And like she started off saying, I'm a brand. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what this is going to transform into, but it sounds like you surrendered that to, surrendered your life and your walk to God. And the more that you do that, your purpose starts to come into fruition. Um, And the messages start to become a little clearer of like, well, what is this that I'm actually this message that I'm actually pushing and what is it doing for other people? 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like I said, I'm still figuring it out. Like, mm-hmm. I still, I still don't, I don't, I still don't have all the answers for it, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and sometimes that's kind of overwhelming too, because it's like, when you make a declaration over yourself and you're putting it out there, that there's literally no way that you can turn back, mm-hmm. you know? And I think we, we talk about accountability and having accountability partners and things things like that. But for me, um, one of my greatest accountability partners is me putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Like when I put it out there, it's like, I don't even care if anybody hits me up to check on it, to double back on what I actually did say. Mm-hmm. It's like the person that I am, the real life person that I am, like if I say it, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like that person that I've always been, that people know me to be, it's like, that's my accountability. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if it takes me the rest of my life to do whatever it is that, because I still don't know where I'm actually going, but mm-hmm. wherever I'm going, you know, everybody's going to be able to attest to the fact that she said this and she just stuck with it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's really big. Like often we say like, it don't matter how people look at you or it don't matter what people got to say. And, and it's like, well, actually it does matter. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm human and I care Mm -hmm. and it matters. And your opinion doesn't matter in a sense to where it's going to make or break me. Mm -hmm. But it matters that I've placed myself in a position to where I want to be, you know, someone that is motivating people in our generation Mm -hmm. and in our era and in my own way, because I know how it feels outside looking in to think that God only looks this way. Or Mm -hmm. if I'm not doing this or if I'm not doing that, God doesn't love me like how I grew up. My church that I grew up in, I had an amazing foundation. Don't get me wrong, amazing foundation. Um, but at the same time, in that same space, so many people were hurt because of what God is supposed to look like, what he's not supposed to look like, what you can, what you, it was so many stipulations on trying to have a relationship with somebody that's supposed to love me unconditional. Like, this don't even make sense. Like, I can't wear this. I can't wear stuff and he ain't gonna love me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like broke it down into so many spaces where people have real life traumas from that, mm-hmm. you know? And again, this all goes back to what God's going to make you by what you see and what you go through and what you're able to witness. So, you know, not to be like that, yeah. you know? And for me, people have experienced me in all spaces, uh, whether it's college party, twerking, smoking, drinking, whatever you see me in any space. Um, and you all have literally seen me just, grow and not change because I've always been this person. I could be drunk in the club and somebody tell me something about, ask me about God, I'm going to tell you something about him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that never, it ain't, that ain't never stopped. We done had some real conversations over some other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like that has never stopped anything about me. And it's always, if you've, if you've been in a close space with me, you always knew what type of time I was on when it came down to that and my own personal relationship. I don't care about none of this other stuff. This stuff is fun. And it's cool, but when it get down to the meat and the bones, I know what that is, mm-hmm. you know? So for a lot of people, it's like they weren't shocked. It was just like, dang, I knew it was something in you. I didn't know that's what it was, right? It's always was an aura you had about yourself that made you feel kind of different. Now I, I see what that is, mm-hmm. you know? And everybody being able to um, appreciate the growth that people can actually 
have. I think that's important too because mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people. There's people that probably don't rock with me today because of who I was in 2006, 2007, mm-hmm. and high school or whatever. Which is fine. You got some stuff to deal with if you're still tripping about that. It's 2021, <laughs> you know. But being respectable about the fact that people actually can grow and letting go of things that people have done to you before they grew mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens. Mm-hmm. It's a sucky situation that maybe you had to catch the slack of who that person was then, but also respect and appreciate the fact that they grew mm-hmm. and why you see that they have grown. I don't know who I'm talking to. Why you see I have grown. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should realize why you haven't grown mm-hmm. and why you still tripping about things that happened to you over 10 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. You got to let that y'all We got to let stuff go. That's the only way we really going to ever embark to be the people that God has called us to be. Mm-hmm. He trying to use that stuff to make you a better person and you using it to make you be stuck. Mm-hmm. Listen. And that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to use that to make you be the person that you're supposed to be. And you're using that to stay stuck. Mm. I gotta write that down. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta keep it. Like we gotta run that got, back. You gotta run that back. I gotta keep it. I have to keep that. So you mentioned you mentioned some of this already, but I wanna sh- shed a little bit more light on just like what keeps you motivated and what keeps you inspired. You talked about being a woman of your word and you know, you being your your best accountability partner and you putting something out there and knowing like the person that I am, if I said that I'm going to do something and I'm going to do it. So we know that that's one thing that keeps you like motivated and accountable and accountable. But when you think about again, like what keeps you motivated to keep doing what you're doing, what keeps you inspired? Like, where do you, you know, draw from or get your messages from before you put them out? What position or posture do you need to put yourself in or posture your heart for? Um, how do you come up with your content to share with the people? Uh, and content, funny too. Funny you said that. Because content, hey, that's not my word for the year. My word for the year um, is discipline. Mm-hmm. But content falls under that whole realm of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and just trying to maximize on content and also learning that you have to create content, not just for what you stand for, but also to bring other people in. Mm-hmm. Um, because the objective is to uh, motivate the masses, Mm -hmm. not just the people that love God, but I want to touch the people that don't even know that he exists or that have had problems with things in life that they feel like, why did he do this to me? Or, you know, I want to go past the crowd that I already have. Mm -hmm. And to do that, sometimes you just got to do cool things, you know, Mm -hmm. make cool content. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that I've been thinking about. That was just sidebar Mm because I was trying to, find creative ways to start making just just cool content about Mm -hmm. myself or Mm -hmm. you know just catchy things that you know that 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 content can be uh sponsored don't know if y'all into all of that but Mm -hmm. you get what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. sponsor that and then get that pushed elsewhere and then draw people in that way to like oh dang she actually be talking about something Mm -hmm. she she you know because i'm trying to find ways to touch as many people as i can um, and sometimes mm-hmm. to do that, you have to step out of what's your norm as well and get into some cool things that people are doing, you know, and go from there. Mm-hmm. But in regards to the content that I post daily um, and where I get that from, girl, I get content from I get a message from anything. Mm-hmm. I am always um, in a headspace to where 
there's literally a message in everything. I say that all the time. Like, mm -hmm. so anytime I have a conversation with my friends, with family, with myself, I'm literally, if I say something, I'm like, I got to write that down mm -hmm. because things literally, I say stuff and I'm humble. God didn't create us to be humble, but that's another topic. But I say things so fluently, like stuff just come out mm -hmm. to the point where I'd be like, dang, I said that. Mm -hmm. I mean, what did I just say? Mm -hmm. You know, like, because it's like, that was great. And mm -hmm. I got to make a video about that. Mm -hmm. I need people to hear this, mm -hmm. you know, and one of my good friends, um, Savage, we was on the phone one day and I was talking and I had my speaking engagement, my first speaking engagement. And I was telling her like the things that I wanted to say and stuff. And the more I talked, like stuff was just coming out of my mouth. And I was like, no, I need to stop. I need to push this back in. Like, wait, I need you to come out when I, you know, doing the speaking engagement, mm -hmm. things really just come out or things really are just embedded in me to say, like, mm -hmm. there are people that if I'm stuck and I don't know what to say, because there are more days than none when I'm just kind of like, what am I going to say today? Mm -hmm. Like, wh where am I going with this? Um, then I dig in and I'm like, how do I feel today? Mm -hmm. How do I feel about myself? Mm -hmm. What am I battling with? Like, it's really a thing. Like, it's, it's, it's fluent as messages come out of my mouth. It's just as difficult as it is some days to say something. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful that I can get it from anywhere. Um, but there's still, you know, rough spots where I'm just like, I've had days where I can literally start a video, no lie. And I'd be like, hey, y'all, I don't even know what I'm about to say today. But I'm trusting that something is about to drop into my mind. Because now it's like, well, God, I don't know what to say. And people are waiting for a message today. I have people whose notifications are on for when I post a message. You know, I know people need to hear something every day that I'm capable of doing it. So let me just start the camera and put you to the test. You mm -hmm. tell us to try you. I'm about to try you this morning because I don't know what I want to say. Mm -hmm. And that video, I might have at least five takes. But by the time I finish, he didn't drop something to me mm -hmm. for me to say. And it's like, thanks, big God. Let me go about my day. You know, mm -hmm. so content comes from everywhere for me. A lot of times it's me, mm -hmm. it's myself, it's the things that I'm battling with internally or externally. Um, and I don't mind being transparent about that. Mm -hmm. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that, um, being transparent. It's not always easy to be vulnerable for me, like to really just get down to it, but I can be transparent enough to say, you know, certain things, mm -hmm. um, because it's levels to transparency and vulnerability, very much so levels. Mm -hmm. Um, but enough to where people can feel me because that's, I'm real big on that too. Like, I know y'all hear me, but do y'all feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Am I touching you? Am I touching your soul? Am I doing anything for you? Because if I'm not, that means this ain't my thing. And I'm just out here talking words that sound good. And that's not going to get me anywhere, mm -hmm. you know? So let me know if you feel me, like, let me know if that touched you. That's why I love comments. People don't really want to be transparent and vulnerable and comment on a video to say, this was for me, mm -hmm. you know? So they listen in silence, but so often are we the same people that are giving to you that we need you to give back to us as well? Because the same transparency and vulnerability issues that you have, we exist with those same things as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, people don't, understand how much of a give and take that this world actually is with each other with our brothers and sisters and if we figured out that if we give more to people it comes back to us in the same way that we need it 
we would be more relaxed. There wouldn't be so much competition. We would know how to just stay in our own lane and exist in that space because we know that what God created me for is not what God created Kelsey for. Mm -hmm. And because he created us to be two different people, we can help each other tremendously mm -hmm. by being okay with giving help to somebody and receiving that help that we both can flourish mm -hmm. and we both can prosper. But there are so many things that we uh, ponder on, the little things mm -hmm. that mean nothing that gets in everybody's way, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm just appreciative of the people that actually do take time to comment. And even if they don't comment, they write me personally, mm -hmm. you know, they hit me up. People that I never knew paid attention to my stuff, you know, mm -hmm. like those people also helped me that reassurance, reassurance yeah. in life is necessary. Yeah. That feedback. You know, mm -hmm. so, yeah. So I get stuff from everywhere. Content comes from everywhere. Mm -hmm. If I say something like how I just did, I wrote that down. That'll be a message probably one day this week. Mm -hmm. I'll be able to stretch it out even more to say what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like it's just it's just like one of those things. Like I'm just always trying to find something to say. Yeah, I'm always trying to find something to say, and I feel like my circle, the people around me, they help with that. They keep me motivated, and circle literally means family, friends, significant other, everybody. Everybody mm -hmm. keeps me motivated. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but for but for the most part what I think is the most important thing and the thing that it doesn't scare me, but you know, I don't want to let myself down mm -hmm. either. That motivates me and nor do I want to let God down because mm -hmm. I know that God calls you to do things so you can bless other people. Mm -hmm. And I heard a preacher say this one time, but it's so true. And he just said so many times, so many people don't get the things that God has for them because you quit. Mm -hmm. mm. And it's like, that's a heavy burden to know that and to still, I think I know, the thing is, I know too much about God mm -hmm. to not do right, mm -hmm. to not do whatever it is, to not put my best foot forward for whatever it is that he called me to do. Like, mm -hmm. I know too much about him to the point where at the end of my life that I don't care to think about, but at the end, you know, when, when he's, when he's trying to check and see that I use everything that he gave me. Mm -hmm to be the best person that I could be. Mm -hmm. If I get there and there's too many things that I didn't use, that's going to be my bad. Mm -hmm. That's going to be my fault mm -hmm. because it's not like I don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's one thing that is um, aggressively intense mm -hmm. to be able to admit that and to still struggle to do the things that you know that you should do, mm -hmm. you know, and that's just life. Like, the battle of the life, the battle of the flesh and the spirit, mm -hmm. just existing in this one little vessel of a body that I have, mm -hmm. Jesus, mm -hmm. <laughs> that is so overwhelming sometimes. Like, you know, so just to know that he is trying to lift me up, to lift others up, and that space in me that wants people to do good and wants people to be successful, and also to know that it's attached to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's a, that's a huge thing, but I'm ever so grateful that he thinks of me that I don't even, in ways that I don't even think about myself, you know, and to know that he has put this on me because he knows that I can do it, even when I don't even know how this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And even on my days when I don't even give it all, the, the days that I just don't do anything because I don't know what to do and I'm just, I just can't, God, but I still mm -hmm. thank you, you know, or whatever, like, 
even in the midst of all of that, he always figures out a way. There's always a way. There's always something. There's always a nugget, a blessing from somebody else coming to me for me to do these things because he knows that I can't think of it on my own all the time. Yeah. And being grateful of the people that he places around me that just really want to see me win. They don't want nothing from me. They don't want, they don't want money. They don't want anything. They just want, want me to win. Yeah. And in reality, I know that that's God saying, you got to win because then they going to win. Yeah. Because I told them to bring the blessing to you. So they listening to me and they bringing the blessing to you, but they can't get the fulfillment of their blessing until you take it and do what you got to do with it because then you're going to be able to get back to them. So are you going to do what I need you to do or are you going to go against what I need you to do and hinder all these people from feeling what they need to feel because you can't get yourself together? Is it bigger than you or are you bigger than it? Which one is it? Yeah. And it's always bigger than you. Listen. Good people was popping ministries, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> you coming with it on this Sunday. My gosh. And it's crazy because I'm more comfortable like this. Like mm-hmm. when I when I when I did my speaking engagement, my first speaking engagement, I was like, I didn't feel nervous. And I was like, you know, I was riding the car and I was praying out loud. I was like, God, you know. Please, when I get up there, keep me keep me grounded, you know, mm-hmm. keep my nerves in the box because I'm a nervous person. Like, I never wanted to get up and talk to people. I didn't like class presentations. I didn't like uh, having to read out loud. I didn't like none of that stuff. I don't want everybody just looking at me like that unless I'm dancing. Mm-hmm. That's the only place where I could boldly exist. And it's like, can't nobody touch me. Can't nobody shake me. Ain't nobody about to tell me I ain't busting these moves the right way. <laughs> you can get in line or you can watch from the side. However you want to do it, that's your thing, you know, but to actually have people listening to you, mm-hmm. it's like, that's different. Like, I ain't talking, I'm just dancing. I know how to move my body, but yeah. to have literally people sitting in your face, mm-hmm. listening to you, that is intense, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't feel nervous about it until I literally got up mm-hmm. and stood in front of the people to speak. Mm-hmm. And before then, I was like, you know, God, this must what it be. This must um, be what it feel like when you just operate in your purpose. There's just a calmness that comes that comes over you um, and allows you to relax and really just ease into that space. And because I am human, when I stood up, I did get nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, I got nervous. I had people looking at me like, who is this girl? I could read the faces of just like the random little bubbles popping up on everybody's head mm-hmm. and then trying to like, keep myself calm because, you know, and be firm in who I am Mm -hmm. and knowing that I don't care how y'all looking at me. I got something to say, Mm -hmm. you know, and just being okay with that. And, you know, obviously with it being my first, I was, I was nervous. My voice shook a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I got, I got emotional at the end just because of gratefulness, Mm -hmm. you know, and thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just trying to breathe it through to get through, to say what I need to say, because like in these spaces, so I just, it just comes out so naturally, yeah. you know, and, and though, and in that space, I was just kind of nervous. So it came out naturally, but I wish I was a little more relaxed. Mm-hmm. So it could have hit even harder, mm-hmm. you know, but there, there's more speaking engagements. There'll be more things. And obviously I know I'll relax as it goes, but that being in your car or being wherever I'm at and talking on the camera and getting comfortable with that, that's a level. Yeah. And then there's a level of actually being comfortable with being in people's faces and, 
them receiving you and, and trying to you trying to deliver that in the best way that you can. That's another level, yeah. you know, so um, leveling up, just getting comfortable with leveling up. Um, and I'm grateful that he's taking me however he's taking me, you know, how it is going up. I'm just glad that it's going however it is. I just be like, well, you know, if if he thought this much of me, I guess I can't do it. You know, <laughs> like what I'm going to say? No, like, you know, like what I'm going to say? No, I can't come speak because I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says who in America? Not me. I can't be that person. So mm-hmm. he's going to continue to ease my ease my body and my my heart mm-hmm. and my mind. My, I think it's like it's like I was good personally, mm-hmm. but my body was not good. Mm-hmm. Like my body experienced every little thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, bro, chill out. Like we up here now. Like just chill. I talk to people all the time. Relax. I'm like talking to myself in my head. Like yeah. woosa. And I'm just like, whatever. I'm just going to talk. Mm-hmm. And I just got to get through this one. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. This is the part of what I do. Uh-huh. Um, I think, I mean, I can totally understand what you mean. I've had experiences too, like being that, what you mentioned about like that, like physically, <laughs> like cognitively and mentally, like I feel fine. Like I know that I am prepared and equipped for this, but somatically my body is like going crazy right now. Oh, um, it is hot. <laughs> um, and you know, how we started today, like with our grounding meditation of just like posturing ourselves and positioning ourselves and allowing that sense of like peace and calm to wash over us um, is one reason why I think it's important to start off these conversations like this. But one thing that you mentioned that I heard from you a couple of times throughout um, your last piece was posturing yourself to hear from God to speak so that he can speak through you. Um, and so allowing what you said, like that last piece about the more that you do it, because this won't, that it's not, that's the first of many speaking engagements, you'll get more and more comfortable. But I love what you said about just like positioning yourself, posturing yourself, allowing his peace and his calm to wash over you so that he can drop these messages into you so that you can deliver them to the people. Um, because this is what you do on a regular basis. And like you said, like it's levels, it's levels to this. You speaking in front of the camera from that first time when your homeboy hit you up and said, you should do this, um, to, you know, being on stage and speaking and continuing to just level only going up from here. So, um, yeah, one of my one of my mottos and one of the things that I remind myself of and clients that I work with is like, yo, we're gonna be scared, but do that anyway. Do you have do to anyway. like, like I mean, because it's like what else you going what else are you going to do? Right. If you don't do what you know you supposed to do, you scared because you know that's what you're supposed to do and yeah. you don't wanna mess up. You wanna make sure I wanna make sure I put on. So I'm scared because yeah. am I gonna put on? Like you, you know, it to like be good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially those are with, those are real feelings. Yeah. And especially with what you do, like you're impacting so many so many lives and you want to make sure that you're delivering the message and saying what it is that you have on your heart and what you want to say. So I was speaking to somebody, um, actually Darren Brand, and I had this conversation like years ago. I was just like, yo, every time I teach a yoga class, I get nervous. <laughs> like I haven't taught the same class on the same day. And he was so simple with it. He was like, that's because you want it to be good. That's when you know that you're passionate about something. Like, you want it to be good. And so you feel that, like you mentioned, like, we're human in our flesh. And so when you got up there, you felt nervousness. Um, So it's a natural thing. But like you said, like we mentioned, 
do it anyway. Yeah, because you got to. You don't, and I say this so many times. I say this a lot. You don't have, an, you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And I mean that. It's like, obviously, God has given us free will and mm-hmm. we do have a choice. Of course, we have one. But if you really trying to be who you say you wake up in the morning every day trying to be, you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. It's no, there's no other options. We don't have any other options. Mm-hmm. And if you do decide those other things and don't even be looking over here to think that things supposed to go how this side mm-hmm. is supposed to go for you. Mm-hmm. If you decide to go elsewhere, it's cool. He did give us free will. But when things you take that free will route and the things ain't going how you want them to, you can't be mad at nobody but yourself because you made your choice. Mm-hmm. And I'm making my choice. Yeah, I ain't got no other choices. <laughs> So you made me think about, I heard something, um, and this, this stuck with me because self-disclosure, a battle that I'm fine with is, that I'm fine that I'm working through is my accountability and me staying consistent with things and procrastination. Same. Right? Right? And so I heard something or I saw a post and it literally hit me in the chest. It was like procrastinating is an arrogant way of saying of telling God that you'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> as if he's gonna give as if you just know that he's gonna give you another opportunity. <laughs> Girl, I seen that and I just scrolled on like Listen, dang, like where's my band aid? Hello, at me next time. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, facts yeah. at the whole world next time. Yeah. Like because it's, it's an just an assumption. Yeah, and it's a thing like that's literally something like that. That's that's one of my reasons why discipline is my word this year because it's just like it's the enemy why we are procrastinating. Mm-hmm. Um, because at some point we're gonna procrastinate to do something and it's gonna be too late. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality, and he wants us to procrastinate so much to where that thing it's going to be too late because mm-hmm. essentially the thing where it's too late is where God is trying to get us to. Mm-hmm. So if he can get us distracted on these little small things, mm-hmm. then he's working on the biggest distraction of our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's just close. like, and it's just like, you know, who are we to give him that, that mm-hmm. much of ourselves? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's overwhelming as well. I I think procrastination comes from that feeling of overwhelmness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really like a thing, like the word is perfect for it. But there are people that procrastinate just because they procrastinate. But like for myself, I that procrastination really stems from like um, feeling like even in that time of me being productive, I wasn't productive. Mm-hmm. And then me feeling like, OK, I, I spent the hour on my day of my business so I can recorrect this procrastination and I still don't feel like I got nothing done in that hour, Mm -hmm. you know, and then not wanting to deal with those feelings about yourself Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's like you still took an hour out of your day to commit to it. So even if nothing that you feel came from it, it it gave something to God because Mm -hmm. he's, he's saying that you're trying. And if you just keep giving him that hour, Mm -hmm. you know, it'll start being a thing where it's automatic for you now Mm -hmm. and you'll feel productive Mm -hmm. and there will be things that actually come from it. Mm -hmm. So to be able to take the steps and be real with yourself and be okay with how you feel about yourself, Mm -hmm. because so often we don't want to feel how we feel about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we don't, we don't do, 
And there's one thing about being still and remaining still so God can instruct you to do what you feel like he's telling you because you don't know. But it's another thing to be still because you're scared Mm -hmm. or because because you just in your own way. Or like I said earlier, you still because you stuck like Mm -hmm. and it's two different types of things. This is a God still and it's a self still. And we want to be still because we being still for God and not because we scared of the things that will come from that on this side with ourselves, our feelings and our emotions, because as we level up, things about ourselves will surface and will show. And as much as I like to look in the mirror because I look good, I don't want to look in the mirror sometimes to see what I see about myself Mm -hmm. and those things that I need to deal with about myself. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's real. It's real. It's, It's a thing that we need a therapist for it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm a strong advocate for sitting down on somebody's couch mm-hmm. because they literally help you think and let you know that it's okay to feel mm-hmm. about yourself. Mm-hmm. I, you live with you. I can feel some type of way about somebody else. Surely I can feel some type of way about me, yeah. you know, and then just being okay with it. And that's why this just hit me. That's why that thing that they say about give grace to yourself like you give to other people, mm-hmm. like, because we so easily can be so nice and forgiving to people when they hurt us. Don't let us love somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't let you love a man. Don't let a man love a woman, mm-hmm. you know, and how forgiving we are. Mm-hmm. When they look in the mirror at themselves and we see it, yeah. how forgiving we can be. But when we're in that same mirror that we look in with them and we see ourselves, we have no grace yeah. to the point where. And grace actually also means to exist. Grace means to exist where you are too Mm -hmm. and to feel that. Mm -hmm. And for us to not even be able to allow ourselves to feel how we want to feel about ourselves, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. And that just hit me why that that phrase is so true. Mm -hmm. And we say it so much and I never even looked at it like that until now. Like the same grace you give to everybody else, give it to yourself because you're going to wake up some days and you are not going to like who you are. Yeah. In the reality of who you are. Yeah. But still trying to overcome and fight that every day. Life is a fight. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. real. Life is hard. Life is not easy. It's not. Yeah. And however you figure out how to maneuver through this thing, you got to figure that out. Yeah. And you got to find those things that make you feel good about yourself. Self-care. That's why it's so important. Because we won't like ourselves sometimes. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't, I have things about me that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't like that I procrastinate. Mm-hmm. I don't like that I don't feel like I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. I don't like that sometimes everything that I've done already to me, I still be feeling like, what have I done? Mm-hmm. And really it's just a self thing. Cause I know I've done a lot. Mm-hmm. I know that I am successful in the things that I put my mind to. I know that there are people that are looking to me and their blessings are attached to me. And I know all these biblical things and, all that God has said about me and still there are things that yeah you know so it's real like the battle of the mind the battle of the heart yeah 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 self-permission self-forgiveness are things and you know I'm noticing your response right now and I can just tell how passionate you are about what you're sharing just through your own experiences through your own experiences. And so my, you know, this takes us into that final question that I that I have about the strong friend. And I'm assuming, I know from, 
being your friend over the years that, you know, you've stepped into that role as the strong friend. Um, And you mentioned being an advocate for therapy, but, you know, I just want to hear from you. And I know that you're going to minister to other people that are in friendship circles and they're considered the strong friend. But who you pour into so many people, who pours into you? Where do you go to be, you know, recharged and refueled? Um, And again, I'm asking this question for those that are listening with the intention of we know that there are other people out there um, that are considered the strong friend. And so my hope is that whatever Chanel has to say will be something that's supportive to those people. Um, and also to your message about just like giving ourselves that space to to feel and offering ourselves that grace. So again, want to overemphasize self-permission to feel and self-forgiveness and how important those things are. But okay, you go ahead. <laughs> um. I think it I think it depends like it depends what I'm feeling weak about mm-hmm. like um as to where I'll go because I have so many friends mm-hmm. um I have found wealth in the area of friendship mm-hmm. and I am forever grateful especially as a woman mm-hmm. um women are often not um fond of new friends or mm-hmm. having a lot of friends or however it may look to them Mm -hmm. but I'm grateful that I have many people to Mm -hmm. call um when I feel like I need to be recharged Mm -hmm. and because I have so many people and so many emotions Mm -hmm. there's always somebody Mm -hmm. that I can call and and trust Mm -hmm. you know and trust that they won't go anywhere with this Mm -hmm. because essentially people you become the strong friend because you're like trusted Mm -hmm. People trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take your time. And because people do trust you, and because you are the strong friend, when you feel like you need to reach out to somebody, that's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to feel like, and now I need somebody to trust. Everybody trusts me. That now I need somebody to trust. Who who am I going to call with this information? Yeah. Because then you got to make sure you call in the right person. Because if you're the strong friend and you calling me because you weak, now I'm like, well, wait a minute. You can't be weak because I ain't strong. What mm-hmm. you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like a, well, hold on. Mm-hmm. But I'm thankful that there are so many cards that I could shuffle and pull from, you know, even if it's my mom, my dad, my sister. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful that there are so many places that I could still find strength, yeah. um, find courage in those spaces. And for me, I'm not like a huge Zodiac person or anything like that, but I have read into it. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, just like, how that makes how that makes you who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading my natal chart, mm-hmm. and one of them, I think it's the Scorpio in me. I don't remember. I don't remember what it is in me. I'm an Aries in real life, but people feel me like mm-hmm. I'm a Libra, I think, or a Scorpio. I can't remember. But either way, it's I'm an intense person. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't need horoscopes to tell me that. Mm-hmm. 
but I didn't need anything to tell me that I'm very intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it's all from a place of passion. Like everything about me is I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you've gotten past a certain space with me, I'm passionate and I will go there with you mm-hmm. because this is how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. You might call it an argument. I call it passion. Mm-hmm. You might think I'm yelling. No, I'm passionate. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it is. I am yelling and I am arguing, but it's because my heart is attached to that. Mm-hmm. And once my heart is attached to something, to 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 tamper on trust mm-hmm. is like an inside killer for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, just, it's like, it's like, ugh, it's like a battle almost like, and to allow myself to trust. Like, mm-hmm. that's one of the things I've seen, too. It's like, sometimes you are so controlling or so passive-aggressive at times because to trust people how people trust you is just so hard to do. Mm-hmm. And it's because I have been that person for people. I know so many secrets. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't going nowhere, but out the back door, mm-hmm. you know? But to be that, to be that meek and mild to tap in with somebody else and tell them my, it's just like, it's just not always easy for me. Even it's just not easy. Yeah. You know, so being a, I hate the whole strong friend thing, but it's a real thing. Like Mm -hmm. it really is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And don't let me actually feel submissive. Mm -hmm. And somebody don't pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's it. That's why I don't call nobody. You know, (laughs) that's where I'm at with it because Mm -hmm. it's like, if you know me to this day, mm-hmm. anybody listening that's my friend, I haven't ever not answered the phone. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. My phone will wake me up and I will pick up my phone. Yeah. And then to feel like if I call somebody and they don't pick up, mm-hmm. I feel sometimes I, it's just it's just like one of those things like, Sometimes you feel like people people need me more than I need people, mm-hmm. and in that space, often I, I I tend to deal with things on my own. Mm-hmm. Like I write, I pray, I get in my car, mm-hmm. drive, don't talk. Mm-hmm. I just cry the whole time because God is with me, mm-hmm. you know, and I think just actually thought about it you know when jesus was on earth he ain't talking to nobody mm-hmm. he was he was the strong friend mm-hmm. you know and he was betrayed mm-hmm. by his friends mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and he still did any and everything for them yeah. you know but when he felt his weakest he was on the mountain praying he wasn't mm-hmm. talking to nobody mm-hmm. And so often I feel like that. Like, I feel like, I feel like him. Like, mm-hmm. what is talking to anybody going to do right now? Mm-hmm. With what I feel, I, I only can talk to God. Yeah. Because I don't feel comfortable talking to nobody else. Yeah. You know, and really just getting in that space where you can let it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting back therapy this year. Mm-hmm. Took a year off. Terrible, terrible decision. <laughs> Took a year off, but you know, I'm starting back this year um, because that's really something that eases you. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to tell your therapist everything, mm-hmm. you know, they're so inclined, they know, mm-hmm. you know, and they're still able to help you even with the things that you don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. can't nobody make you talk about anything that you don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But 
because they're so skilled, because God has made them these great individuals, mm-hmm. um, they know. Mm-hmm. They know, mm-hmm. you know, and they're able to stroke your back and make it a little easier for you, mm-hmm. you know, and the more they rub your back, the more you're able to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so I very, very high, very highly recommend therapy, very highly recommend God, mm-hmm. <laughs> very highly recommend you to have some people in your circle that you could trust mm-hmm. because that's the thing. That's why a lot of people don't call on nobody mm-hmm. because they don't trust that I could trust you with this. Mm-hmm. And I can't trust that you're going to treat me the way I treat you with my information. Mm-hmm. I mean, with your information, mm-hmm. you know, but I am grateful that I, I feel like that less than none. Obviously, if somebody mm-hmm. don't pick up the phone that that it, ha- it has happened mm-hmm. and it does make me go into a shell like, OK, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. you know, but then they'll call back like, hey, I was this or that, you know. Yeah. And in my selfish mindset, it's like, well, nigga, I'll be sleeping. Y'all call me mm-hmm. and I pick up, mm-hmm. you know. But in reality, just being grateful that I have always had that wealth of having many. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something my dad told me on my 30th birthday. I had a 30th birthday dinner and I had 30 women there. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, you know, you don't find this. Mm-hmm. Chanel, like. You don't find this. You literally had 30 girls that wanted to come to your 30th birthday party mm-hmm. and eat dinner with you. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, I don't know nobody that can say they got that. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, so, you know, don't ever think that you are lacking anywhere because mm-hmm. this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, he was just like, this is crazy. Like, it's a great crazy mm-hmm. to see women that want to show up for you. He said, and you know, I could tell that them girls really love you. Like, it ain't even like, Oh, we just gonna come show up for Chanel. It's like, no, this is Chanel. This is my friend. Mm-hmm. This, no, this is my friend. Well, girl, she picked up the phone with me too. So she's my friend. You know, and just to feel that I have so many people. If I fall, and if they know I'm falling, mm-hmm. they're gonna stand right behind me, mm-hmm. and they're gonna hold me up until I can stand on my own. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that. Yeah, I'm thankful for that. So as strong as I am honestly is as strong as all the people all around me because mm-hmm. they hold me up when they don't even know that they holding me up. Wow. Yeah. So I appreciate all of y'all. Yeah. Cause y'all really keep me grounded in ways that y'all wouldn't even imagine. Cause I don't want to let y'all down. And that's the part that, like you mentioned, like being in the position of the strong friend and sometimes feeling like it's a burden to, to put that on what you're experiencing on somebody else. And just like, you know, vulnerability being a hard, being a hard thing and trusting somebody to hold what you're, what you're carrying for just a moment. And so something about just having, like you mentioned the piece about a therapist, something about just knowing that that space is dedicated and that time is dedicated specifically for whatever it is that you want to say, even if you say nothing. Just the mm-hmm. and that's and that's something that I had. That was a harsh reality I had to get with myself. Like, girl, you ain't vulnerable. You just explosive. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you're not vulnerable until you want to be vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. and when you are, it's an explosion. Mm-hmm. And it's a tough. thing. You know what I'm it's saying? A tough thing. Yeah. And it looks different for mm-hmm. a lot of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And that's that part of that fire sign in me. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like. And, it, and it's no stopping it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just no stopping it because in my space, um, 
you know if I love you. Mm-hmm. You know if I care about you. Mm-hmm. You just are going to know that. Mm-hmm. Chanel does things that people don't do for people. Mm-hmm. You can't call nobody at 3 a.m. That's why you call me. Mm-hmm. So when you see those things in me and you use those things because you know that's who I am, you know that I love you. Mm-hmm. So when I do explode because of whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you cannot be shocked because you've always seen my passion behind you. Mm-hmm. I've always shown you nothing but my passion behind you. Mm-hmm. And you know that's what it is. You know, you know that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it and then for for me to be in a space where I might need you or something may arise or whatever. And then I give you this business, like, boom, I'm exploding on you. Now mm-hmm. you sit there looking crazy. Mm-hmm. But the whole time when you reflect, it's like, dang, she right. It's not right how I go about it all the time. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. I can do better on that as well. At least you but know. it's just that I just, huh? I said, at least you know. Sorry, keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do better on that as well. But it's just like, don't play me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't play with it. Don't play me and don't play with me because I'm not playing with you. Mm-hmm. Friend, friend, relationship, mama, daddy, sister, don't play me because I'm not playing with you. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. And when we there, then we're going to go there. Mm-hmm. We're going to go there and you have to feel me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And every emotion that you never knew existed, you're going to know it exists that day. Mm-hmm. And however you want to deal with it, that's your business. That's your business. <laughs> <laughs> that's your business. But communication is something. That could, I could work on that too. But even, and I found too, even if I say it in a good way, it's still going to be felt harshly because nobody wants to hear about when they haven't done the person right that does them right. Nobody wants to hear that no matter how you deliver it, you mm-hmm. know? And I've been there. I don't want to hear about what I'm not doing that I know I should be doing. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear that. So, of course, you get defensive. You're going to be defensive about it, mm-hmm. you know. But I just I just know I'm intense. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find some calmness to it, mm-hmm. trying to find, like, you know, ways to just balance out that intenseness and not always saying something about something mm-hmm. and just letting it ride, you know, and just not always thinking that people – are after me or mm-hmm. not even after me but just really trying to find the best in people mm-hmm. and, and and believe that if they haven't shown me anything else mm-hmm. believing that this is who these people are mm-hmm. yeah well self-work yeah yeah and i think it's a good thing you know that you're able to to bring awareness to it and that you've identified it as something that you want to work through um but i also will say that with that through your mission of good people was popping what you've shared with us today is regardless you still you are seeing the good in people or at least you're you're working to bring the good out of everybody that you have the privilege of impacting um and so that matters um well, so what I will say is that you have left a number of things with me today to inspire my week. Um, so I appreciate that. I feel, I do feel, I feel motivated. I feel determined to kind of go after some things that part about, like, if I said that I'm going to do something, I'm going to do with the accountability piece. Um, so either way, I think you just dropped a number of just different nuggets that have inspired me as I start my week. Um, and so as we wrap up, is there anything that you feel like you want to leave the people with, 
um, just to inspire their day, their week, or whatever position that they're in listening to this? Um, I think I'm, I think I'm wrong out. Okay. I think I said, like, I think I, I mean, I just want y'all to have a good day. It's Sunday for me and Kelsey, but, um, whatever, yeah, whatever day this is that you Mm -hmm. hear this, you know, I really just want you to have a good day. Even if it's the end of your day, Mm -hmm. find a way to still make this a good day. Maybe this made your day. Mm -hmm. If it did, shout out to me and Kelsey. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) but, um, just always, always remember that, you know, as hard as it is, something that I'm working on as hard as it is to look in the mirror at your inner self, mm-hmm. as easy as you make it to take a selfie, mm-hmm. that needs to become a thing as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't be scared about what you see because mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. We all have parts and pieces to us that we may not like. Um, and that we may want to change. And if you find something that you want to change, also do the work on it because nothing is going to change if we don't change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simply. Clear example of positioning yourself for the message to drop on in. Because <laughs> you started off like, I think I'm spent. And then you just went for it. You went for it. And you left us with something um, to to finish off our day or start our week or again, whatever position that we're in. So again, Chanel of Nelly P good people was popping. I for, I didn't even get to talk about phone a friend Thursdays, but we'll be back. It's okay. We'll be back. Yeah. Um, again, I appreciate you for being here. I appreciate your willingness to speak openly and transparently on this platform. I appreciate the nuggets and the jewels that you dropped in me to start this week. And my hope, and I know that you've dropped some things on our listeners. Um, for those that haven't had the opportunity to follow you on social media or get to know you, how can our listeners um, connect with you or stay connected? <clears throat> so on Instagram, my name is at I am dot Nelly P. And on Facebook is I am Nelly P for, for my for our elderly crowd that may not that they may not have Instagram and mm-hmm. only have Facebook. I am on both um both social medias. Um and uh the website will be coming soon. It's been done, y'all. Another procrastination. It's been done since 2019. Mm-hmm. I still ain't put it out. But website will be coming soon. So if you don't have anything, you can still tap in with me because mm-hmm. everybody got the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's very important to make sure I have a space for everyone and not just the social media inclined. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, make sure y'all follow me. Make sure y'all tap in. Um, I'm active Monday to Friday, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. You got to go to get your Jesus juice from Jesus himself <laughs> because I need a break as well. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Follow me, lock in. Um, there's also a link in my bio for merchandise for the ebook, mm-hmm. um, and all things Nelly P will always be uh, posted mm-hmm. numerous times. Um, if I'm in your city, if I'm in your state, you never know. <laughs> but good people was popping will be a household name, so don't be tripping if you see me somewhere because mm-hmm. you gonna see me. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put all of that in our show notes. So. Um, again, you can follow Chanel on Instagram at I am dot Nellie P on Facebook. She is I am Nellie P. 
Um, the link in her bio will get you to merchandise for or to the Good People Was Poppin' merchandise, to the Pretty Girls Love Jesus merchandise. Um, and yeah, so again, I'll put all of that stuff in the show notes. So thank you again for being here. And we are wishing you guys a happy um, just remainder of your of, of your day, start of your week, whatever position, wherever you are listening to us. We appreciate y'all. like to thank you for being here and for being a part of the Living for Synergy family. So let's stay connected. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that you have access to all of the episodes to come, as well as subscribing to the website www.livingforsynergy.com to be added to the mailing list so that you get all of the goods.